Hello and welcome to Rocky Fortune from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Frank Sinatra, transcribed as Rocky Fortune. Here's Frank Sinatra, starring as that footloose and fancy-free young gentleman, Rocky Fortune. guy needs work real bad, sometimes he'll take a job doing almost anything. Last week I was down to my last subway token, so I answered an ad for a truck driver. Hazardous work, the ad said. And brother, they weren't kidding. Before the job ended, that truck was a hearse and I was almost a client. So pour yourself a hot seltzer and I'll tell you about it. Come. Mr. Dockerty? Yeah? You the party advertised for a truck driver? That's right. I'll take it. My name's Fortune, Rocky Fortune. Three other guys just turned it down. Better let me tell you what you have to do. Just tell me how much it pays. Fifty dollars a day. Now I want to know what I have to do. Drive a truck from here to L.A. What's in it, uranium? Nitroglycerin. Yeah. Well, I'll see you around, Mr. Dockerty. A fortune. Yeah? Seventy-five a day. Mr. Dockerty, I was a PFC with a bazooka during the Battle of the Bulge. I didn't have a scratch in my body when it was over, but somehow my mind got kind of scratched. I don't like loud explosions. $500 bonus if you make it. I said I didn't... 500 Cash. You got yourself a boy. When do we leave? In 10 minutes. Somebody's in a hurry. A fella in L.A. wants to blow up a movie lot. He needs his stuff. Okay. I assume I get a uh, relief driver. That's right. Who is he? Me. Yeah, you're really having trouble finding drivers. I live in L.A. I just came east with a truck to pick up the nitro. Okay, Mr. Dockerty. We're uh, going to be living in a truck cab for ten days. Call me Doc. Okay, Doc. I'll phone my landlady. Oh, before you go... Yeah? The company's got rules about driving explosives. I'm listening. Nobody except me opens the truck, see? Also, there's a steel shutter between the cab and the back part of the truck. Nobody opens that either. We take back roads all the way, no main highways. Got it? I got it. Also... This stuff goes off when you shake it, so uh, try to miss the bumps, huh? Doc, on the level, what are the chances, huh? There ain't a thing to worry about. Only... Only what? Well, when you call your landlady, tell her if you're not back in a month, she can hang out the vacancy sign. Oops. later, I'm driving across the George Washington Bridge in a red and white trailer truck marked Danger, High Explosives. We stop at the toll booth on the Jersey side of the bridge and pay the passage. Just as I'm about to give her the gun, the most gorgeous redhead you ever laid eyes on lays eyes on me. Hello. Hi. Wonder if you boys could give me a lift. Stranded? Uh-huh. Doc? Why not? Hop in, kid. We're carrying high explosives, honey. I can read. Uh, also, I explode very easily myself. Mm. All right, take it easy, take it easy. 
We seem to be holding up traffic. Excuse me. How far are you going, miss? All the way. I beg your pardon? Hollywood, USA. How far are you going? All the way. Right, Doc? Why not? We... You mean you'll drive me all the way to L.A.? If Doc says it's all right. It's okay with me. Just don't say anything to the company when we get out there. Oh, that's wonderful. How do you like that? Linda, baby, your luck is beginning to change already. You, uh, been having a tough time, Red? The name is Linda. Okay, Red. <laughs> tough is the understatement of the year. First, I lose my job in the chorus at Sam and Eddie's. And then I lose my pocketbook with every cent in the world in it, including a train ticket to L.A., which some movie company sent me. Screen test, huh? Uh-huh. If I ever get there. Well, good luck. Hey, Doc, just think we may be riding with another Linda Darnell. The only movie star I ever liked was Rin Tin Tin. Pardon me while I grab some shut-eye. As anybody could plainly see, Linda was no dog. However... Doc falls asleep and we head out Route 4. And it ain't long before I hear that old familiar sound, a motorcycle siren. Sure enough, a boy in a blue suit pulls alongside and gives me the wigwag with his glove. All right, pull it over. Some difficulty, officer? Just a routine inspection, chief. You looking for anything special? Only 200 grand in the hoods who stole it. How? What happened? A gang of hoodlums held up the United States Post Office day before yesterday. Got away with 200 grand. Did you nab any of them? We got one who was shot by a guard. The brains of the outfit is a hood named Mike the Butcher. Oh, I read about that bum. Uh, what's in the trailer? Nitro. Let's open it up and have a look. Okay. What's with your buddy there? Oh, he had a hard night. He's sleeping it off. Just a minute. I'll get out and open the back for you. I think I'll stretch my legs, too. First time I've ever seen a dame running high explosives. Women are doing everything these days, officer. Why, I understand they're considering lady state troopers. When it happens, I resign. Just let me slip these bolts. Open it. Right. Hmm, packed solid, huh? Yeah, that's mostly straw, though, to keep it from bumping. The nitro's in metal containers buried in the hay. Hmm. It looks legitimate. Uh, you got a license? Right here. Okay, Buster. Close it up. We, uh, cleared? Just keep off of the main highways. Right. Take off. Looks like he escaped from the gorilla cage of Ringling Brothers, speeds out in front till he's out of sight. The redhead and I climb back in the cab. Doc is sleeping like he ain't got a care in the world, so I start up the motor and we head for Pennsylvania. Rocky. What's up, kid? I'm hungry. Yeah. You know, I could stand some of that fodder myself. I'll pull into that roadside place up ahead. Thanks, Rocky. Don't mention it. Uh, I'll wake up, Doc. He could probably use some job himself. Okay. Hey, Doc. Doc, wake up. Hey, Doc, come on. Line up your flu. Doc? Can't you wake him up? No. Well, let me try. 
Wait a minute. Take it easy, Red. Nobody's going to wake him up. What? He's dead, baby. Stone cold dead. But just a little while ago. Are you sure? Uh-huh. I don't understand how. Let's take a good look at them finger marks on his throat. You'll understand. Somebody choked this guy to death. Rocky, you're dreaming. We've been right in this cab with him, except for one minute when the state troopers stopped us. That was the minute that did it. You... You mean we've been riding with a dead man all this time? Oh, Rocky. I throw a blanket over Dockety and head for the roadside rest with Linda right behind me. Inside is a small bar and a couple of tables. I'm just going for the phone when a familiar voice stops me. Well, look who's here. The high-explosive kid. Officer, you're just the guy I want to see. Hmm. Let me buy you a cup of coffee. It's freezing out. Before you do, I think I ought to tell you I got a stiff out in the truck. A what? A body, corpse, a duster. Oh, you're kidding, aren't you? Come on out and have a look. I will. You better come too, miss. dead all right and it ain't an accident that's what i've been trying to tell you yeah let's have a look in his pockets mm-hmm. this is the uh, key to the truck that's right oh, i see he carries a rod uh, i thought all truck drivers carried him in case they got trapped in a wreck or something well, maybe so jack but all truck drivers don't wear phony mustaches do they or is that in case they get an unexpected invitation to a masquerade Hey, that is a phony. When did this job happen? Well, the only time it could have happened was when the redhead and I got out of the truck to open the back for you. Okay. What's your name? Fortune. Rocky Fortune. Miss? Linda Crandall. You two climb in the truck. With... with that? You've been holding hands with him for two hours. Another couple of minutes don't matter. What do we do? Follow me. We're going to drive over to headquarters and have a little conference about this with the lights on. Let's go. And keep right behind me. Anything you say, pal. Rocky. Uh-huh. I think we're in trouble. I think so, too, kid. Also, I think we're going to get out of it. What do you mean? I mean, keep an eye out for the first side road, you see. That's where we turn off. But, Rocky, that trooper... Kiddo... You see that signpost up ahead there? You mean the one that says Honesdale? Uh-huh. What about it? Honesdale, my love, is in Pennsylvania. So? So what's a New Jersey state trooper doing leading us to headquarters in Pennsylvania? And while I'm at it, why is he wearing a Dick Tracy badge under his coat? What? I saw it inside the bar. Wait, you mean he's a fraud? He's as phony as Santa's beard. But why? A good question. Why was Doc here choked to death? And why was he wearing a fake mustache? How come this fake trooper's going up and down the highway looking for Mike the Butcher and 200 grand in cash? You want to play 20 questions? Not now. We're coming to a dirt road off the side. We'll just wait until Dick Tracy passes it on a cycle and we make like Barney Oldfield. Hang on, honey. How are we doing? He's coming after us. Well, keep tabs on him and flash me. Rocky's got a gun. Oh, brother, if he puts a bullet in that nitroglycerin... Well, this bumpy road isn't helping either. Uh Uh-oh. He's gaining, Rocky. Yeah. There's a turn up ahead, though. I'm going to try it. Hang on. 
Dead end. Unless this thing can climb a steel fence. Oh. Rocky, here he comes. Yeah. Rocky, he'll kill us. What? He fell off his motorcycle. Yeah. Come on, he must have hurt himself. Rocky? Oh, Rocky, is he... He's dead, baby. Now we got two corpses on our hands. Oh, we He must have had an accident. He sure did. He drove into a couple of thirty caliber bullets and managed to hit him with his head. But how? I don't have a gun. You don't have a gun. Doc is dead. Oh, Rocky, this is getting spooky. Let's see. He was right behind us and the bullets hit him head on. And Doc was in the cab of the truck when he was killed. Honey, I just had a brainstorm. Where are you going? I'm going to open the back of that truck and have a look inside. You stay right here. But the truck is filled with straw and nitroglycerin. So it would seem, but I'm going to have me another look. Oh. We'll just unlock this, kid. Open the doors. And slide this petition. And... How'd he do? Keep your hands up or I'll give you what this phony trooper just got. Yeah, sure thing. Rocky, what is it? We got gas, baby. Somebody's been living in the back of our living room here all the time. Get over here, redhead. Stand next to your pal. Who, who, who are you? How'd you get in there? Never mind that. He's been in there all the time, Red. The nitro and the straw just covered up back of the half of the truck. Rocky, he, he must have killed Doc. Did kill Doc, honey. He just reached through the grill that connects the cab and the truck compartment and choked him. You're both too smart for your own good. Just like Doc. Just think, honey, we've been chauffeurs for none other than Mike the Butcher. Yeah, that's a pretty smart way to get across the country with 200 grand in hot money. Why'd you choke your pal Dockety, Mike? Doc got a little too clever, fly boy. When Blinky Harry come along on his kitty car, Dockety says to me through the back of the truck, Mike, he says, unless you want me to tell Blinky Harry you're in here, you better split that 200 G's with me, 50-50. So you choked him. He was breathing my face. I can't stand the smell of garlic, so what else could I do? Also, I don't like double-crossers. I suppose you ain't double-crossing Blinky Harry and the other boys who helped you pull that stick up. I suppose you're just lambing across the country with the loot so you can protect it for the boys. Yeah. How'd you guess? I could tell by the way Blinky and the boys were chasing you on motorcycles, making like state troopers and searching cars. You don't think you're going to get away with this, do you, Mike? Why not? If the law doesn't get you, the mob will. They gotta catch me first. And Mike the Butcher don't catch easy. A guy with two corpses on his hands gets to be a little prominent. I ain't worried. Business is so good, I'm even thinking of putting on a couple of fresh ones. Come on, egghead. Help me get Blinky and Doc into the back of the truck. Then what? Then we go for a drive. A nice, quiet drive. Not much point in arguing with a killer like Mike the Butcher, so we stuffed Blinky Harry and the doc into the back of the truck under the straw, and then me and the redhead and Mike climb into the cab and start what looks like the last lap. Where are we, Fortune? Just outside Pittsburgh. I'm hungry. I could stand a little chow myself. Yeah, it's getting dark, too. Next place you pass with curb service, pull in. Yeah, we're coming to one now. Okay, ease her in and wait for the car hop. I'll do all the talking. I mean, all the talking. You're carrying the artillery, pal. Pull in. I right, blow the horn for service. And not a peep. Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen. What'll it be? 
three hamburger plates, three coffees, uh, three bags of popcorn. Mm-hmm. Onion? No onions. Uh, yes, sir. Hey, carrying explosives, huh? That's right, Junior. Boy, I sure wouldn't want your job. Uh, what are you loaded with? Uh, dynamite. Wow. Get the food, Junior. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, how about some ketchup? Bring the works. Yes, sir. Junior brings the chow, and we light into it like three wolves in a pastry shop. While Mike the butcher's picking his teeth with a barrel of his forty-five, I see Linda writing a message on a paper plate, using ketchup for ink and a French fried potato for a pen. Junior comes back out with three bags of popcorn just as Linda sails the paper plate toward the door of the eatery. Here's the popcorn, sir. Uh, did you enjoy the hamburgers? Yes, swell. Here, toss this stuff in the garbage. Oh, thank you, sir. Hey, you know, most people just throw their plates on the ground, which means I have to pick them up. Oh, it's tough. Mm. What do I owe you, kid? Um, uh, two ten, sir. Right, just a minute. Ew. Wow. Is that whole suitcase full of money? Just the tray, Junior. Here, keep the change. Oh, gee, thanks. Uh, is there anything else I can do for you? Yes, call the police. I beg your pardon? Shut up, Red. Uh, she's crazy. Been eating nitroglycerin. Get going, Fortune. Okay, okay. You just talked yourself out of a long life, redhead. I can't afford to take chances. She didn't mean anything. Not much. Okay, Fortune. Next dirt road you see, turn off. Listen, this nitro won't take much more banging around. It's liable to go boom. So is this 45. Now, you do like I say. I drive up a deserted road, wondering if Junior found the message on the paper plate. And even if he did, how would the cops find us? After a couple of miles of bouncing around, Mike pokes his rod into my right eye and we stop. Hey, this is far enough. Okay, redhead, you can stop chomping the popcorn now. Here's where you get out. Me? You. Keep the motor running, Fortune. Okay, step down. Uh, aren't you two getting out? Not yet. Now walk over there toward the edge of the road. Keep your back to us. What are you going to do, Mike? Going to get rid of the redhead. She's too dangerous. You just can't shoot her in the back. It's against the game regulations. No, I know why they call you Mike the Butcher. Uh, that's far enough, baby. Just stand there while Papa pulls his trigger. Hey, hey Fortune, stop the truck. Stop her, I'll put a bullet in you. Go ahead, Mike, shoot. If this crate piles up, that TNT will go off like a Roman candle. You crazy idiot. Crazy like a granddaddy fox. Give me that gun. Are you nuts? We're doing 50 miles an hour, Mike. You can't bluff me. You see that stone fence up ahead? Fortune. We should be doing 90 when we hit it. Fortune, stop it. The gun, Mike. Fortune! The gun. Oh, okay, okay, here it is. One move and I'll ventilate you. All right, you win. Sit over next to the door while I drive back for the redhead. Yeah, yeah, like you say. There she is. Rocky? Rocky, you all right? I'm fine. Open the door for her, Mike. Sure. In fact, I'll be glad to get out. Red! Rocky! Rocky, don't shoot! Okay, don't move. One move, Fortune. I stick this pen knife right in her throat. Ah, you yellow... Shut up! I'll toss the gun. Rocky! Rocky is choking me. 
The gun? Take it. Okay. Now, both of you, into the back of the truck. Come on. Open it up, Fortune. Yeah. You first, Red. Now you, Fortune. Sure. In. Okay. I've had enough of you two. So I'm saying so long to you and the other two stiffs. What are you going to do, Mike? Me? I'm just going to back off a couple of hundred feet and start throwing lead into this nitroglycerin. Then I'm going to watch you and the redhead and the stiffs go up like a Fourth of July celebration. Well, it ought to be painless anyway. You won't feel a thing. So long, sucker. Okay, Fortune. Here it comes. Wait a minute, Butcher. Yeah? If you turn around, the cops can get a better shot at you. Up, Butcher. Not this boy, copper. Ah! Come on, kid. Let's get out of this fireworks factory. You two all right. We're okay. How's the Butcher? I had to finish him. How'd you find us? Yeah, the car hop at the curb restaurant called us when he found the lady's message on the plate. And we followed the popcorn. Popcorn? Uh-huh. I-, I managed to drop some out the window all along the road. Well, cut off my legs and call me shorty. All right, where's the rest of the money? How'd you know about that? Well, those bills he used to pay the car hop are marked like a theater exit. They're part of the post office loot. They're in that suitcase next to Mike's body. All right, let's have a look. Wow. I'll just take these. I'm afraid you won't, officer. I'll take them. Huh? Who do you think you are? Well, if you'll look at my credentials, you'll see that I'm an agent for the United States Postal Department. What? We were tipped off that Mike the Butcher had double-crossed the gang, was trying to get out of the state. I was what you might call a plant. Holy smokes. Isn't there a reward for recovering this stuff? Oh, yes. It goes to Mr. Fortune here. No kidding. What is it? This. Uh, That's for saving my life. Yeah. Uh, when we go home, baby, you better ride in the back of the truck with the rest of the high explosives. Mm -hmm. Suppose I don't. Pow! NBC has presented Frank Sinatra as that footloose and fancy-free young gentleman, Rocky Fortune. Others in tonight's cast included Frank Gerstle, Lynn Allen, Bill Justine, Howard Culver, Jack Carroll, and Maurice Hart. Tonight's script was written by George Lefferts. Andrew C. Love directed. to tell you about next week's adventure, here's Frank Sinatra as Rocky Fortune. Say, did you ever notice how every week I get dragged or thrown into a homicidal picnic where I get pushed around? I'm not complaining, but I've gotten so many bumps lately I have to pay overtime for head readings. And speaking about lumps and stuff, reminds me of another form of homicide, the football racket. That'll be the background for next week's little tete-a-tete. I'll see you around. It said, the Lord loveth a cheerful giver. 
So do thousands upon thousands of polio victims who receive merciful aid through your cheerful contributions to the March of Dimes. Your extra help is needed now to pay for history's greatest assault against infantile paralysis, the 1954 Polio Prevention Program, through gamma globulin and vast field tests of a polio vaccine. This is the year that the March of Dimes has started its polio prevention program. Your dimes and dollars are going to help pay for more gamma globulin and the mass tests of the trial vaccine. Join the March of Dimes and give extra for victory over polio. You'll be glad you did. Visit with Fibber McGee and Molly tonight on the NBC Radio Network. Thank mm-hmm. you.